0: It was Coach Laser. Um, it kind of happened out of nowhere. He just said Nick is up, and uh, and and that that was that. So I I just accepted the news. I tra- I had Nick Nick's back like like he he's had mine, and the situation sucked. But it was just the flow of the game, how it was happening. Coach made a decision that he felt was best for the team, and I'm really happy for this team. I mean they they battled back, and uh, it was awesome to get a W. But Uh, It sucks to get news like that, but that's just how it goes. I just got to control what I can control.
1: Mr. Bisky's is an outstanding quarterback. He's got a bright career ahead of him. I don't, you know, this is just one day. And uh, I know throughout my life, anytime I've had trials and everything, um, it's equipped me to be a better person and a better player. Not saying that you wish that on anyone, but We'll be there, and I'm excited to go to work. I don't know what the situation is or whatever, but I was really grateful for how he handled it today. He's a team guy, and he showed that leadership today. That Davis shows time to get to the meat. We'll preview a little Cubs baseball, uh, maybe talk some more Sox, and then we definitely got to get into some Bears. A little bit about this past game, and, of course, Nick Foles being inserted, but also we really want to hit up on that Indianapolis Colts and uh, the Fountain of Youth hopefully rejuvenated Phillip Rivers before the the Bears get all up on the top of that old bolo tie wearing mf -er. I
0: I know. I was like, what? That's our guy.
1: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) He's not my guy. Listen, when Nick Foles in, he's not my guy this week, all right? Mm -hmm. If Mitch was in, he'd still be my guy. I still want the Bears to win. But now I I really want the Bears because now there's a chance that perhaps that they can get in the playoffs and score some boys. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Let's get into some Cubs, a uh, little bit of Cubs baseball. Ryan, this is your team. All right, so what are your mm-hmm. expectations uh, going into the playoffs? Uh,
0: Well, very scared about that offense still. Uh, they looked, I guess, better that last week and the weekend with the Sox, but I'm not going to. Say that all of a sudden they're a good offensive team. They have been really bad in the month of September. When you look at the total numbers, uh, I like that Hendricks is starting Game One. Uh, just a, it, you could go with you Darvish, but I kind of like him with a little less pressure, and I feel mm. like he would be better in that Game Two situation. Hendricks very familiar with closing out teams, very familiar with starting playoff series. Not that you isn't, but I, I'm sure Kyle's. he just seems like a little bit more consistent, a little bit more, I, I should say, consistent in the big games and those playoff games. The other things I like, uh, Chris Bryant seems very mad, which I, I love. I was ask you about the cursing. I love it because it equaled some home runs, so hopefully that keeps going. Because, I mean, that's really the thing. The Cubs, all year long, they made it because a lot of the ancillary pieces have picked it up, and they got really solid pitching from you and uh, Kyle Hendricks, and then the rest of the guys went through stints of some good pitching. But the star hitters were not star hitters at all for the Cubs this year. So Mm -hmm. if Chris Bryant, Javi, Rizzo, Contreras, these guys, you know, not saying that they kill it, but if they're – at superstar type level where they're getting those type of at-bats where pitchers are really sweating and any type of mistake they're crushing, then I feel like the Cubs could be a pretty solid team in this playoff series because they have enough defensively. They have enough, I think, pitching-wise. Of course, the bullpen's still a concern, but Compared to last year or the year before that, this bullpen is like lights out. So, <laughs> I mean, you never know how good a bullpen is going to be going into the playoffs and they don't have the type of arms like the White Sox that we were talking about earlier. But that doesn't mean that they have nothing there either. They've got a solid closer in Jeffress. Kimbrel was coming back a little bit, maybe with the playoffs. He gets another groove too, but he was really solid at least to end the year. And they've got a few other guys that, like Chafin, who's been there before. They have some guys in that bullpen I think that they can get by. The question is the offense, 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 offense to me. And these Marlins, you know, they've got some solid pitchers and a, a scrappy young team. It kind of reminds me of 03, which scares the hell out of me a little bit. But uh, we'll see what happens. I think uh, if the Cubs, you know, if they play well – they should win this series. I don't know how far they
1: can go, but they should win this series. I didn't know until – or I guess I forgot, but I'll say I didn't know that this was the first time the Marlins have been in the playoffs since 3 Oh, God.
0: Right? What a dark <laughs> like, October that was.
1: Like, this is the – I was like – when I saw it, day, I was like, wow, that's a long – I mean, you though the Sox, it was '08, But just to think they won it all and that the two – Times It seemed like they tried to rejuvenate them, the last one being that Ozzie Gian team that had Mark Burley on there and D Gordon and all those guys when they were like, we're about to buy us a title like we used to at the Marlins. Uh, I didn't know this had been the first time and then to be right there in front of y'all, all we need is Moises Zalou and Bartman. man. You know, you know what really scares me, too? Like, in 97 when they won, in
0: '03 when they won, they were this team that came on really late. And then you look at this here. They were supposed to be dead in the water because they had COVID. Up the yin-yang in that clubhouse. They were supposed to be done, and now they're this scrappy. Like, look at the Phillies. They have, like, a $300 million payroll, and they finish below the Marlins. Right. Are they getting hot at the right time? It's it's definitely scaring me a little. Like, at least with the White Sox, you know, like, those A's, they never win in the playoffs. (laughs) That's (laughs) the one positive.
1: (laughs) These Marlins they get in there and they seem to win it seems like right this is to start to get hot well uh, hopefully who would the Cubs, well, who's uh, who would they match up with if the Cubs win in the next round I'm... Uh yeah who do they match up I have to double check that I
0: believe it's the Reds the Red okay. Series
1: okay. okay uh
0: and I forgot who the Reds are playing oh the Braves so it's Reds or the Braves that they will take up in
1: the next okay. round if That's they cool. advance what would be your preference
0: Ooh, I don't know. It might be the Braves. Even though they have like, a ton of talent, this Reds team was dead in the water a few weeks
1: ago, and they are hot as all hell right now. And they got talent. Oh, they yeah, got I, good pitching staff. I know, I know. But that was part of those Ohio losses that we got from. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> only person that they beat was um, Bauer. Was the only guy that they beat out of that three game series. Uh, they lost. And I wouldn't want to play that guy ever. I know. No, I'm totally not. So listen, yeah. I- I understand. I mean, it's entertaining. I think this playoffs, again, going to the parity, are, are, are going to be entertaining uh, as hell. I mean, dude, dude almost threw a perfect game today in the first game of the playoff. Or the second game, rather, of the playoffs, so as far as because uh, you had Minnesota uh, facing, um, uh, what's the name, Houston. Early, Houston started a little bit earlier than the Sox versus the Astros. I mean, versus the A's. But you sat there and had Luke Steele almost do a perfect game in his first uh, career playoff start, dude. This Again, I'm not even just saying it's from the Sox. I look forward to all of this because baseball is about to be gone again. And it hit me like four or five days ago. And I was like, oh, snap. Baseball's about to disappear. Again. Right? I was like, damn. And basketball is basically on its way out. Mine's about to win the title. I know. Right up. Uh, <laughs> Basketball's <laughs> over already, all right? And football, we don't even know how bad COVID is going to affect football, right? Like
0: We know uh, the Titans are on the sideline, but the
1: NFL is saying we are going to play that game, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, like, that's – when we start seeing that happen, even though, like, all our teams, like, really lucky enough, the White Sox and the Cubs really avoided all the kind of COVID situations that a lot of other teams had. Now, the White Sox had um, – Yohan Kata, uh, he had it before coming in, but still no one caught it during the, the season. So perhaps – You they- know, uh, the Cubs were the
0: only team that didn't have a COVID? Mm. A person that got contracted COVID at all?
1: Like, pretty good stuff from them right there. Yeah, I mean, oh, the only person if they If you're had the Bears,
0: was, better make a call
1: up oh, north. I mean, they just had their pitching coach catch it. It's, but no player. Right. Yeah, so there's Tommy Adovie. Outside of that, no, no players caught it. So, yeah, hopefully, like you're saying, the Bears can do the same thing, even though football being a collision sport, it's basically in the trenches. I mean, y'all just in front of each other. Like, dude, after three plays, y'all just all out there huffing. <laughs> like, I mean, you you're just there. Like, I, I was sitting there watching um, what's uh what's the tight? What's the 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 Atlanta Falcons? But Grady Jarrett, the defensive tackle. Yes, right? And I saw like it was I think he maybe sacked Mitch and he got back to the line. And I said, he is not gonna try this play because he is gassed. Right. I was like, he's gonna grab a guy and do like this. But there's no way after what he just did, he can get back to the quarterback again. And you know how people be like, man, you're taking a, you're taking a playoff. Yes, yeah, sometimes you have to take a playoff because you're – just like when you see like a receiver – I forgot what receiver it was. I think it may have been uh, – it may have been a Bears game. I don't know if it was Riley Ridley. but it, or it may have No, been. he was inactive. You know what? No, no, no. No, not Riley. I said Riley Ridley. Oh, Calvin? Yeah, Calvin. That's what I meant. Calvin. I meant Calvin. But it wasn't Calvin. It was um, – I believe it was last night's game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens where – and I don't know if it was Nicole Hart or if it was – I don't know who it was. It was one of the receivers, though. I want to see for KC. And after he ran all the way down there, I think he missed. He didn't, he didn't catch the ball. He went to the sidelines because what should he have in him? I mean – He's gas, dude. Sometimes, right? Tell people sometimes you gotta rest. It's just, it's just the truth of the matter. Sometimes, and you-
0: it's not like you're running in football. You're sprinting the right. entire time. You're using all the speed that your body will give you.
1: Y'all, your quick <laughs> twitch, right? You're. It's a burst. You know what I'm saying? It's a burst. Yeah.
0: So, uh, You're not yeah. just, uh, oh, man, let me uh, just use 75% here, and then I'll use 55 on this one, and then 95% down. <laughs> <up there> <laughs> well, one thing I, I guess I want to just quickly get your opinion on, we got a lot of road teams winning. How do you feel about uh, the no fans in the playoffs? This is really going to change things, do you, you think, answer, or not at all?
1: You answered the question. It's no fans. I mean, I think Jessica Mendoza was, was on point during the Sox call today against the A's with saying that a lot of these young players, they don't feel as much pressure as they would if you had fans like that, especially in Oakland. I mean, anywhere, but especially Oakland. Or even, for instance, like the um, the 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 I mean, the, um, the, uh, the game with uh, Dallas versus um, uh, the Seahawks, Seahawks, where if the 12th man was there, it wouldn't have been that close probably. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, the roar, the crowd noise, you can't even get the call out. The receivers may not even know if you've changed anything. You may have to go to a, a quiet count. Like, dude, so yeah, it definitely, it definitely changed. Listen, we saw it in the bubble with uh, Warren for Indianapolis uh, 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 Pacers becoming just, before he met up against Jimmy again, becoming a stud, basically, as far as during the bubble, how he was dropping 50 like it was going out of style. Listen, I look forward to seeing what, and again, I'm not saying that he's totally like that, but I look forward to seeing how uh, Murray's going to play for Denver next year if there's fans out there, again, compared to some guys when it's all the fan and all that noise and all that pressure of having all those eyes on you. Some people it, 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 it affects and some people it doesn't. So I think that's led to – there's no – home. I think you're implying this. There's really no home-field advantage right now. You know, now outside of playing in different parks – and you may know better angles at your park than, of course, a visiting team does, especially if it's not a visiting team that plays in your division so they don't get that many games to kind of learn how to play in your park. Yeah, there's an advantage that way. But as far as the crowd noise, the intensity, I don't think it's, it's, it's that much there. I, I mean, definitely, feel, I think they know they're in the playoffs, but it, I don't think it's anywhere as close to how it would have been if you had a packed stadium of roaring fans and beating drums and people cursing and swearing at you and living on every pitch.
0: Yeah, I agree. And by the way, I wanted to correct myself. One o'clock for the Cubs tomorrow. Two o'clock for the White Sox.
1: I didn't. And by know that. the way,
0: Jessica Mendoza. I didn't say. I say, correct myself. I, I, don't, I mean, when you told
1: me it was one, I knew it was two. But I wasn't going to do that. Well,
0: yeah, you should have raised hell on my ass. But that's what
1: I mean. <laughs> Go <ahead>. Jessica Mendoza. <laughs> Jessica one.
0: Mendoza taking the White Sox to be the A- <laughs> AL representative sein- in the World Series.
1: And um, you sat there. You had um, Tixiera. T- 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 he picked the Sox to win the series against the A's. Uh, you, pick, you could think it was a couple of those people on the uh, ESPN uh, MLB countdown yeah, that picked the White socks. But, see, the socks are a sexy pick because of them bats anyway.
0: You know what I'm saying? Sox. You know, by the way, you should get in on Vegas because I think Vegas had the A's winning this thing. They, they did. They, I think they're overrating
1: those socks or underrated I should say. But you know what? I know that that, I know that, that line isn't the same right now. <laughs> If I tried, I know they don't have the A's winning that series right now, Ronnie. Right? Right. you right. I should have got in there. <laughs> I, know, I know they're tick, tick. like, I know they, they, they're not. Oh, like, whoops. We have right? the own game here. Oh, Bill Johnson, he's fired. That betting line has changed after that loss. All right. <laughs> Listen, if I went and saw they still had the A's slightly above and the Sox are up one game in a three-game series, you damn sure i will put a few hundred dollars on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's our bookie? Exactly. We need the Matt
0: Davis show bookie.
1: <laughs> the bookie priest, like old Mike North ish back in the day. Oh, oh boy, yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right, so let's get into some Bears discussion. Are you prepared? You ready? Prepared. So I got to know how you were feeling. Uh, we got to revisit this last game against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta with that terrific dome that stadium that they have. Listen, I'll tell you this, though, Ryan. If you play playing a stadium or, yeah, a, a, a dome stadium, that crowd noise, that filtered-in crowd noise still works because sometimes it was loud in that building. I was like, damn, boy. Yeah, Ryan, I agree. I like, yeah, it's just it's just reverberating off of those walls and not, not having that open sky to just blast out of. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, the Bears went in the game. Then me and Ryan told you they was going to have to score 30 to win. Uh, they was going to have to get some a lot of help in that. And the Bears won the score 30 if Mitch Trubisky had stayed in the game. I mean, and I don't even feel like I'm lying when I'm saying that. I think it's – I not know it's the truth. He wasn't going to – he may have got you 20, but he wasn't going to get you – he wasn't even going to get you 20 probably. But uh, he may
0: – If he got you 20 or 30, that's in pure garbage time when the game was completely
1: was, over. Good, great point. Great point. Uh, but the, the, you sat there, Matt Nagy went flip early and put in Nick Foles. Nick Foles didn't look like a world beater, but he looks extra confident, right? And that was the thing, and he was using trying to use all the weapons. I do feel like him and Jimmy Gamma have been plotting on this since they both signed those contracts, right? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I wish I could check their text line or the, their, hear their phone calls because I'm sure Jimmy was like, listen, when they put you in, look for me, right? Like this little effort. He's looking at me sometimes, but he's not looking like when they put me in, When they put you in, look for me. Uh, But listen, Nick Foltz, he looked good. Uh, He would have had. He almost had five TDs out there. He had three, but he almost had five. He should have had four because I think—and I'm not just saying this from bias from being a Bears fan—I think Allen Robinson's shoulder was down, so I think that should have counted as he caught that ball before having ripped out from him, ripped out from from, him by the cornerback. Uh, But Nick Foles made – he made what we've been worried about as far as this defense not being as as stingy as it was in 2018, that you were going to need more scoring. He showed us a vision of the scoring that we need, but also which will keep that defense off the field, which will give them more energy going down and perhaps make them more opportunistic because now you have Chuck Pagano, who quote-unquote loves to blitz. He can send those guys without fear of if we get burnt, Mitch can't go back and get those points. But now, now, knowing that Nick Foles is in there, and this it was the point that Sean Sierra was bringing up, now knowing that Nick Foles is in there, you know, you know what? Let me go ahead and send, send the kitchen sink real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because Nick can come back and get us, get, get the three that we may give up right here, get this, the seven that we may give up right here. So it's going to be good to see how the Bears look moving forward with a really competent quarterback that knows what he's doing and has Motsy. Listen, he came in that game, and I swear he was doing this. I was like, Damn, this dude has been such an ultimate backup. He knows the first thing I got to do is be cool and calm. <laughs> he was like, yeah, man. Just, I was like, He's, this swagger is on 100 right now. And he know, being in that situation in Philadelphia twice, he knows what he has to do when he steps into this role. And the first thing is to make everyone feel like you got them. They don't need to worry. We're in good hands. Just listen, relax. I got you, baby. I, you. I Have a drink. It's okay, you know nothing. nothing weird's gonna happen here tonight. No, <laughs> let me soothe you. Exactly, you need a massage, Akeem Hicks, right? Like, learn we got it, baby. We got it. The the arm, got messed up. Let me get that elbow a
0: little bit, right? Give me a sack while you're out there, picking <laughs> exactly. <up. laughs> so. Yeah, for me, I uh, I don't know. Like, I was already done with Mitch, but I guess I gave him maybe that one percent chance that maybe he could put it together. But that first half, I was done, 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 done with Mitch. Officially 100% over with because if you can't score on that defense, I said this, like, you might have to rethink your profession if you're a quarterback. (laughs) Like, that defense was so ripe for scoring. Mm. They Mm. give up so much. And Mitch, you know, I even said this to the girlfriend. I was like, you know, when you have a quarterback problem, when his best skill is his feet. And then came that like 45 yard run. And it's like, all right, that's the one good thing he can do, I guess. And then he throws that interception. It's like, all right, that's enough of this crap. Like, I totally agree with Matt Nagy. I was on Nick Foles' watch basically every halftime so far this season because he looked so bad. And this dude, I mean, look at except from that fourth quarter against Detroit, he's put up like. What twenty, like thirty points in three games?
1: That's terrible. Yeah, about that. About maybe about you said except maybe about what did they? What did they put? What? How much did they beat the Giants by? It was
0: seventeen thirteen. That they. So he. So
1: that means he just put up. He just put up twenty seven points, which, like you said, thirty. He's put up twenty seven points outside of the Detroit game, and that's listen. That's as many points you should have put up in one game. All right, and you probably should have won that game, and that's that's really old NFL compared to this one. As happy, um, but yeah, dude, like it—it it was beyond time. I, I'm back to I was been I've been liking that game. Back to loving that Nagy. Yeah, I like was seeing like, my head coach competent again. It's like, dude, you know what? You're not about to ruin my career. Listen, Ryan Pace, we're not in order football. How long are we gonna keep waiting for this one player? to adjust when, you know what, chances are that's not in him, and particularly it may not be in him while he's wearing this uniform. So why are we going to compromise everyone's future when we've given Mitch three seasons, basically? It doesn't make any sense. It's time for us to move ahead and move on. Um, Maybe now as a backup, he can see through uh, uh, Nick Foles' eyes. There's still a chance Mitch is going to have to come back this year because Nick Foles, he only can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. That shoulder is always – he has Anthony Miller's shoulders to be a quarterback, all right? So there's always going to be a fear of him getting hurt. Uh, this offensive line is going to have to protect him. Um, but also – but the thing is, too bad he's not holding on to that rock. And, I mean, I know he probably wasn't doing that uh, anyway, but I, I don't think the, um, the Jaguars had the type of offensive players around him last season that the Bears had. I mean, yeah, it's, who was their receiver? exactly it's sad that uh they had my boy though uh, uh dj shark uh who i would have drafted and I, I asked before he was coming out and i was poo-poo. i've got a lot of these draft guys that people professionals came on our show <laughs> I, was like, hey, shim, shim, shim. I was like man this shark kid in the compound man i'm telling you he was doing his dizzle um no you're wrong cam i know right shout out to her mark telling me josh allen wasn't better than him. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh but uh, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where this guy he gets the ball out, he has better weapons out. It is unfortunate we won't get to see him and Tariq Cohen together. That because I think we would have seen the best Tariq Cohen, probably. Mm-hmm. Which, I agree, especially in the passing game, because we really haven't gotten back to twenty eighteen Tariq Cohen in the passing game. You know what I'm saying, like putting him out there. Now you, you got him against linebackers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we really haven't gotten to see that. So it's definitely going to be sad. I don't know if they're going to go with Octavius Pierce uh, off of the, the practice squad. They're going to bump him up. I will go out and get a running back, even though now they wasted so much time. Who's really out there? I know where from Kansas City has been mentioned, perhaps, uh, since mm-hmm. he kind of knows the system. But I think you need to get – like, if you got to take this, this season serious. Now, unless Pierce – it's showing y'all some stuff that is like, you know what, we we got to do it now. If he's killing like that, but if he was killing like that, he should have been on the active roster, right? Right. It's instead of null, no, basically. So yeah, what is he doing, by the way? Nothing. So um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think they need to go out and get them a, a running back. And listen, if you can't get a Snacks Harrison, you got to go get you a DT. Like it's just don't do y'all gonna live, y'all gonna let this season go to the wayside because y'all gonna get ran on. And it, you can sit there and play the pass well, but it's not going to matter when you allow play action to work because you're getting ran. So you – Oh, man, especially after you saw Green Bay,
0: what they did to New Orleans that night running the rock. Let's don't break that
1: team. Listen, let's let's don't do that right now. We're enjoying ourselves because, truth be told, the Bears aren't going to bring the Green Bay Packers this year with Aaron Rodgers playing like an MVP candidate. All right? Like, and, and, and second-year Matt LaFleur's system – Devontae Adams isn't even out there. He is doing nasty. the only player playing better than him right now is Russell Wilson. And behind him because. And Patrick. Well, no, I I was going to say Patrick's behind him because. Ooh, okay. He's been checked down Charlie the first two games. But to me, listen, I think one, Patrick Mahomes is bored. He
0: wasn't uh, against the Ravens, unfortunately, listen, for Baltimore. Did you watch Did you
1: watch all of that? Did you watch that game, all of that game? Last? Yes. Not all of it, but most of it. Okay. Good. Did you see when they they had – it was like third and nine, right, or something like that, third and long. And he got the first down on the pass play. It was maybe like 19, 20 seconds left. I think this was going into halftime. Um, and he got the first down. And he looked at the sideline. He was like <laughs> – he walks off the field, right? He sends the kicking team out himself, basically. Right? He, dog, he got the first, right? They had 20 seconds left, right? He, he tried, I think it was another play he tried to get Nicole Harding. It may have been a play I was thinking about when Harding went and sat down after that. They didn't get it. He's basically like, I'm not trying no more. That's it. Bring him in. He's, he did like this, like, what? What? Right? And that's it. Let's go, Andy. I'm like, Andy. I'm like, oh, I'm like, Andy, this is bad business. Because it's like, This is – listen, I love – he's baby goat. Um, I love me some Patrick Mahomes. He is cocky. And I think the undoing – and I don't mean it's going to be the long-term undoing of the Kansas City Chiefs, but I do think the undoing is going to be that that's his team now. Right? I think it's going to take Aaron – I think it's going to take Behemmy to leave and go coach somewhere and get, like, his – to get really the pelts on his wall and then come back. Because I don't think Andy Reid's going to be able to control. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Andy's just gonna retire before a
1: You got two more years of Andy Reid. I'm telling you that right now. You got two more years of Andy Reed. But Pat Mahomes is due, Pat Mahomes is doing what Pat Mahomes wants to do. It's <laughs> early. No, it's early in your career when it's like, I'm doing whatever the hell I want to do. Right. But uh he's he's earned it. Um but yeah, but it was funny how many people picked against Kansas City. See, I'm this is what I'm talking about as far as MVP, because and I'm like, dude. You know Patrick Mahomes was just joking these last two, these first two games,
0: right? Like he's checking everybody the- on the Monday Night Crew picked the Baltimore Ravens. Yes,
1: dude. And I was like, what are y'all? I want to take a picture then, right? Because I'm like, you guys are crazy. It was no way they were gonna beat the Kansas City Chiefs when Kansas City knew all they had to do was get out early and then put all the pressure on Lamar Jackson. And again, I'll say this: Lamar Jackson is fantastic. If mm-hmm. y'all don't force him to throw from the pocket. One, listen, I love the kid. It's time for him to stop running like that. And also, teams have slightly – he's still the best athlete on the field. They've adjusted to his speed slightly. If you saw some of those tackles last night, you could tell that they've adjusted to to try to contain him better than what they were last year when he was really first really released upon the entire league for a full season. Um, But, yeah, getting all the way back to the Bears – and uh, with, with, with Nick Foles, I definitely feel some comfort. I look forward to this game, this Indianapolis game. I think we're sleeping on that defense. It's funny because I heard some people uh, before the season kind of condemn uh, Indianapolis' defense. And I'm like, y'all know they got, like, studs over there, right? Like, they're, they're sweet over there.
0: They're it's, missing Malik Hooker, I believe, which is yeah, a, a big loss in the secondary. Loss. But you're right.
1: Yeah, they, they still got some studs over there. Um, Darius Leonard? Anybody forgot about him? No, I have not. I still think – I think the, the Bears – and I know they got a fantastic offensive line in Indy. I think they're going to be able to put some pressure for Philip Rivers, baby. <laughs> I, think- I do, too. I do, too. I and I don't him. know why
0: I think that, but how listen, bad
1: the pass rush is. I can see him scrambling, like scrambling right, and then uh, 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 back is coming. He breaks <laughs> – Quinn is there, and as he breaks, the the Bolo tie comes comes slightly up. Oh, out. It's like a chain in is baseball. Is there a
0: longhorn, or is it just uh, the, the south on the emblem of the, the Just bowling. the south.
1: Just the south. <laughs> just the south. Right. It's, they're like They're uh, like, dude, I, think, I don't think the Bears lose until Tampa. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think they lose until they face Tampa, and I think there's a chance they can beat Tampa. Uh, but I don't – especially if, if Chris Godwin may be out, I don't think the Bears are going to lose to Indianapolis. This is how I feel. I think the Bears' defense – Listen, I think this may help the Bears defense to play better because I don't think we've talked enough about how they felt about having Mitch up in there. And that doesn't mean they don't like Mitch. You saw players walk up to Mitch. I saw Khalil Mack did. I saw Kyle Fuller do the same thing, right? Even though if I was Mitch, I really want y'all to talk to me right now. <laughs> alone. And they're like, don't worry. We don't want to talk to your ass either. We're just doing it for the camera. Exactly. We're just doing this because we're trying to be nice to your ass. Man, I'm so happy you finally sit down, man. We can get out here and win some games or something. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Listen.
0: You want to win, Mitch? How about you (laughs) sit there?
1: (laughs) Listen, if you really don't believe that that defense last year didn't come to the assumption that we cannot really be who we want to be as a team as far as wins and uh, victories and losses Um, with Mitchell Trubisky and you're fooling yourself and you're lying to yourself. They see it. They know he, he's not ready and they know to a certain degree, why am I going to put in all this blood, sweat and toil and this kid's going to go and give the damn game up, let alone go three and out. And I'm going to have to stay on the field a lot longer than I necessarily need to. Uh, So now you give them someone who methodically they can get this ball down the court. I'll tell you the, down the field. One thing I'm going to wonder, and I'm sure he better, is will Matt Nagy stick to this run game? Because now with this new toy, right. he can go full Nagy. He's like, where my bag at? I'm going in this bag deep. Right? Like full Nagy. about to have so many passes? <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: It's like a pop-up book. They're just flying right? out of the playbook exactly. as soon as he opens. He's had it locked under a suitcase, because it's ready to spring load. Right. We got Mitch. We can't. Ah. Oh, we can, we got Nick.
1: Move it. Ah. Ah. Listen. listen we find out, we're going to find out next week, Bill Lace is fired. Like, man, <laughs> that run shit, Costello's out. Like, that run shit y'all was talking was cool, right? But well, we got to get back to what it is near, dear to my heart. That's this ball in the air, right? <laughs> Oh, man. Listen, if they stick with the run um, like they have. They got to.
0: Like, it's it, been working.
1: And now, think about, think about Nick Foles and play action, right? Think about that.
0: Like, what you going to do? And right. Nick loves RPOs. And you can't run RPOs if you don't have any type of run game. Correct. And that's, again, to, back to your early point. Too bad Tariq isn't here because Nick RPOs with Tariq, oof. That could been be nasty. some
1: killer stuff. Would have been – but, again, happy happy to record, got paid. That. Yes. Because he wouldn't have got it if he would have got hurt right now. It would have been a lot less. Happy that he got his coin. Hopefully, Alan Robson can get his coin. He was on first take today. I thought he was talking about him getting his bread. Uh, hopefully, he can get his bread, even though the receiving court had a bad game at uh, the beginning of this last game. So, I put some, some of that that was hindering Mitch from necessarily doing what he needed to. The receiving court didn't have a good game down there. Mooney did not have a good game uh, this past game. But that happens. And the good thing yeah. is that they got out of it during the game. We right. didn't have to wait for another game for them to self-correct. They did it this game. So uh, it, the, the Bears look – if the Bears would have won, if Mitch was in there, and we all know that they wouldn't have won, they really still would have been an extremely faulty 3-0 team.
0: Oh, my God. They'd be the that worst was, 3-0 and team by they're, far.
1: They're sti- I still think they are the worst 3-0 and team. But themselves. I think you can maybe argue a little bit now. Okay, I'm not not arguing. I I think they're valid, though. I think they're a much more valid three and I and they don't completely agree. Before it was it was it was smoking. It it wasn't even smoking mirrors. They just lucked up that they played uh, injured Giants team and a beat up Lions team. By the time they they got to the third quarter, the Lions were beat up and uh, 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 yeah, they
0: lost all their secondary guys. Galladay was fifth, sixth string.
1: Galladay was hurt already. Um, out of that game. So again, I, I just think that it, this this brings a tad bit more legitimacy to this three and team. And hopefully, but I do think they should be four and If They play like they need to play. I think they can beat the Colts. You know so I said? They, get, I agree. They get out to Philip Rivers the way that they need to get off Philip Rivers and make sure that Taylor doesn't really get off. Get off. Um, I
0: think they can that's the big key, key to me. Can you slow down that run game of the Colts? Because like. Okay, Atlanta gave up 26 points. I don't remember anyone putting a prediction of the Bears game where they were saying that the defense was going to hold Atlanta under 20 points. So it's like, yes, they did not play the greatest defensive game, but the pass rush looked better. Yes, the run game wasn't great, but you take away a couple big runs from Gurley and that uh, Hill guy, yeah. Yeah. You, Which, you're around 100 yards and you're not, you're not hating that
1: for sure. You know? dirt cutter, and you, with your knife stabbing back of Lovey Smith's ass. Oh yeah. Oh, why didn't you just keep running the ball with Hill and Gurley? It's a rule, Dan Quinn puts it. That's how right.
0: Shanahan exactly. is. Right. Stop
1: running the football if we're gonna win in the fourth quarter. I was just quarter. about to say it. I was just about to say, are we up? Don't run that ball no damn more. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't up enough. Get a right. four. We almost up by twenty. Man, you stop running that damn ball. We putting all this on Matt Ryan because we know
0: mm,
1: he's he sixteen. In the fourth
0: quarter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that feels very safe. <laughs> Matt,
1: throw it downfield. Dude, as soon as – let's just say, listen, let's say that Dan Quinn, uh, Raheem Morris, and uh, um, our man Dirk Cutter had no faith in Nick Foles. After he got that first touchdown, we running the hell out there. We, dude, you know what? We running the clock out. We, yeah. We're getting this first – you see what happened in Dallas last week? What Dallas did to us? we're getting this first victory. Because, listen, these these photos I got of Arthur Blank, they can only last us so long, guys. All right? This, this, these noobs these I got of Arthur Blank with the Home Depot apron on, they only going to last us enough time, brothers. You I, know Arthur Blanks. Like, if one of these
0: hairs come out of my head, who? you know, come out of that dew from stress, your ass is out of here.
1: Out of here, right? You will be working at Home Depot, and I will make sure <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna take a college job. No, you're going to Home Depot. <laughs> right? Straight down at a Home Depot. Listen, I think I wonder if um if Seahawk fans uh root for the day that they can get their Dan Quinn back, like we want Vic Fangio back. Yeah. Because even though for Dan Quinn it has been so bad though, you know, outside of the Super Bowl and blowing that. He's been so bad, but think <laughs> about how I'm sure they feel about their defense when he was there. I know how I feel like we would be if Vic Fanjo was still here. Uh, but it's our route against. Them. Hey,
0: by the way, Vic might be coming pretty soon. I hope he is. I hope, Things ain't looking too right out there. Listen,
1: listen. When with Mark Rippin's nephew is that? That's not his son. That's Mark Rippin's nephew, I believe, right? And Mark Rippin, who and I was a kid, kid, but I remember like in the back of like Marvel comic books, they would maybe have like a. Uh, uh I ads for tops or whoever did trading cards and they would have this picture of Mark Riffin, one of the worst quarterback bodies ever made by the dear Lord himself. I mean a terrible body. A terrible, terrible, terrible. Just like I just accused you like this man's body is the right. Oh my Lord, no. Only bless them with the shoulder. Right. (laughs) Everything (laughs) everything else. God put 90% in that shoulder. He's like, chow, chow, child. Oh, lunch? I better uh, just put this on the assembly line. (laughs) Slim gut, chow-bearing hips. Uh, Oh, God. Right? Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, I definitely think uh, the Bears will be Indianapolis. What are your thoughts on Bears being coming up this week? Yeah, I mean,
0: they got to get pressure. on. Philip Rivers and stop the run game. That's what I'm most concerned about. But Philip Rivers is throwing a lot of picks, still. <laughs> like, that's a dude that's still putting the ball in harm's way. So I feel like the Bears are going to get some opportunities and some takeaways, and they're going to take advantage. And then, really, on the other side of the football, man, like, the Bears uh, – And this is how I felt when Nick Foles came in. Like, you're starting to see how good of a team they are with just a competent quarterback that knows what they're doing. Like, you have some speed at the receiver spot. You've got Allen Robinson that's a legit number one. You know, Jimmy Graham led fantasy football at the tight end position over the weekend. I
1: told you that Jimmy Graham was going to be good. Yep. I told you that Jimmy Graham's good. Everybody's like, "Damn, we got Jimmy Graham." Yeah, okay. Now what you get. you do, you got right. Even if Jimmy Graham and we know what he could do outside of the end zone, you got another end zone threat right there. And
0: you- the Bears are putting him outside. It's hmm. like you've got this six eight receiver. monster at the right. receiver spot. Right. Worst case, let me just throw that little up there for you, Jimmy. Dude. Go
1: make a box out play. Dude, come good. like you just said, they got they got it. This, we're not saying that they got world beaters. But they have good talent. Like, that's the thing. They have good talent in, 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 in every level now. They kind of have good talent. Yes, they don't have a classic B to Allen Robinson's A, but they got enough Cs and they can pop up at times to be B. Right. That they're they're deep enough in that position, and again, adds that Jimmy Graham, and we still don't haven't seen uh, really Cole Komet really get off just yet. Even though it's early, maybe he won't. In his, I think yeah. he'll probably come on more towards the end of the
0: season. That's one of the hardest transitions from college right. to the pros as tight end. So I wouldn't be surprised if around week ten, maybe I think the Bears are week eleven by. Maybe you start seeing a, a Cole Komet around there really starting to shine through, and. You know, you got Cordell Patterson still that you can use in a variety of ways with his speed, Dave Montgomery. Like, if that offensive line and Jermaine Effetti, that has oh, been whoa. a very good pickup so far.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I remember the first game, like, you know what? We always kind of like, man, this dude coming from Seattle, he was supposed to be a guard. Then they put him to tackle. He was average or whatever. The first game they went out there, I was like, that boy is big. And they watching them block. I said, you know what? This He's gonna work in hard.
0: Right? Yeah, he's gonna, especially with Bobby Massey next to him. You've got road graders
1: on yeah, the dude. right side. I was like, listen, that, Ryan Pace, that wasn't a bad pickup. All right, I'll say. Right. That. But now this year, after you draft our boy Brown, mm-hmm. you got Mr. Go get Lance. You got to go get a tackle. All right, Just yeah. To- can we be
0: done with Charles Leno? Like when I saw that holding call again on him, I'm like, oh.
1: Don't tell me this is how it
0: starts all over yeah, again like I mean, last it's, year.
1: It's time to it's time to get in a competent young tackle into this. this but if, if that offensive line can hold up against the
0: Colts front, I definitely like the Bears chances in this game. I, I think do too. Uh, I think they're just as talented, I think they're healthier, and they're playing at home. Like even though we don't have fans, it's not the same. But I I think you're riding high, you're playing at home, you're feeling good if you're the Bears right now. And Sure, the Colts are feeling good, but you just want
1: the Jets, big whoop. Yeah, I mean Sam Donald is just killing them, and Adam Gase is just needs to. Get oh my God, Barry is facing the <laughs> same.
0: Who gets fired faster, Dan Quinn or uh, Adam Gase? Especially, also Dan Quinn has the Packers on Monday Night Football. That's a good
1: question. I don't know. I want to, you know, I want to say Adam Gase because I feel like Dan Quinn should have been fired already. So it's a feeling that I was waiting all day. I was looking for yeah. the notification. You thought she was going to get the Doc Rivers? It's like, you know, he's waiting like we was like, yeah. When the clip was lost, I turned after I said, man, that boy, that man's so fine. It's sad. She said, that's just so sad. She was like, but they were supposed to be here in the playoffs. Mind you, she's not watching basketball, but she's like, but they, they weren't supposed to lose. I said, Man, <laughs> that brother, that brother's so fine, it don't even make sense. When you saw this, it was like, yeah, I bet. Listen, as an organization, you couldn't keep them. I'm t- I'm sorry, y'all. And now, believe me, I root for the blacks. But as an organization, he had to go. We got to see. Listen, before I start, one, well, I would still trade Paul George. But at least let me see what I can do with a better coach. But I don't trust Paul George. But he had to get out of there because that collapsed, man. Hey, he, he's supposed to coach us out of that. How about uh, he hasn't gotten farther than Vinny Del Negro as a Clippers yeah, coach? Yeah.
0: No, oh, come That's, on. That alone should get he's you fired. The greatest, that look, team.
1: He's the greatest Clippers coach of all time. I mean, literally, his record speaks for he's the, the greatest Clipper coach. But, I mean, Doc, you know, if you give Doc a hand, he usually can do it. But, one, that hand has to self-govern. You know what I'm saying. So when you had KG there with Paul, I mean with, with Paul Pierce and with Ray Allen, you know KG and Paul Pierce was regulating everything. So you really didn't have to worry. And you had Tony Allen on that. T- I mean, think about the kind of guys you had on that team. The players hear yeah. all that. Kawhi's too quiet for that type of action. You know what I'm saying. And in a way, you you had the guys before last year who, when Tobias Harris got traded. Uh, to carried you to the playoffs when everyone thought you were trading Tobias Harris so that you wouldn't make it to the playoffs. Um you see you had that team versus the new guys who you were over low managing. You know Kawhi needs it. I don't know about PG. You were low man and everybody wanted to still feel special. And people didn't show up to the bubble in time. Cats going to get them some wings. And again, is it is it terrible? No, but it just shows what you think is very important and what you feel is not important. You know what I'm saying? And that team, they didn't play like they felt it was important. There'd be a lot of guys on there I would be, listen, there'd be a lot of guys that'd be looking uh, for another place. As I said, and this going to sound terrible, if, if, I was, uh, if I was Steve Ballmer, I would have walked in that locker room like Donald Sterling, all right? And I'm just telling you, it would have <laughs> been bad business. I would have, listen, I would have been like, before. wait, I would have got back to the plane before the players, just before, and I would have tossed all the true religion and all the gold chains that Montrezl hero had on that damn thing off on the tarmac. Like, you ain't coming back with us, all right? You, you and PG, I don't know how you get into L.A., but it ain't going to be on this private plane right here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear for God, right? i put my hands on one of y'all. All right, like, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. That's how disappointed in this team that I felt like, man, it's going to be good to see these two teams in the Western Conference Finals. And you blew the date. Like how did you blow the day for all of us, right? You you were up three one, right? Three. It wasn't like it was the, the series was going back. And forth. You were up three one, and then and they
0: had full control. of The game's moving forward
1: after three so one. So I was about to say, even dude, you had a chance where you were three two. Like how did you let this get to a game seven? And you, like it just 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 the, the This whole this team feeling that like they had a um, a championship culture. When only one of the players on that team, in my in my mind, has won a title, and that that was one that was Kawhi Leonard, you know. But they thought they were like, "Oh, we can turn that, we can turn it on anytime, team. You gotta win a title before you that we can turn it on time. And look, that's right, you work. You can't not have won a title. Talking about we can, we can turn this on anytime. No, you can't fool. You going you know you gonna end up at home with me, right? Right. So, your coach on the streets. All right. Wednesday, 8 Central, NBA
0: Finals. Check it out. <laughs> uh, Since but yeah. you guys won't be playing in it.
1: But, yeah, like you were just saying, I know I took us way off. of far as the Indianapolis Colts versus Bears, I want to get your score. Uh, I'm going to go Bears 27, Colts 21. Mm, I like that. I was going to go Bears 27
0: 2 I'll go 23 for the Colts, though. I think okay. it'll come down. I'm just going to go with what it's been like. It's going to come down to the final possession because that's this very season, apparently.
1: I want to get away from that. I really. I'd like to too. I want to get away. I want to get to where, with six minutes left, the game is basically over, and we're just running out clock and taking time off. Yeah, we even pun it. But man, it, you only got 20 seconds on that boy. You know what I'm saying? Man, how uh, how weird has it? Because like I'm
0: totally with you. Like ideally i would love to see a bears victory in a really close game but strong bears histories that doesn't happen and to get three of those in a row to start the year like what that's crazy man i'm with you though i'd like to see the six minute like ooh, i'm laughing and planning on the next game afterwards like oh dallas seattle who's playing who's in and who's out
1: not just like Breathing every clip, like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, listen, I had sat there after I was in the kitchen, and I was like, damn it, something. She's like, what? I was like, man, they down two thousand and sixteen and and Torek just blew out his damn knee, right? Oh, my God. You I know, was so like, mad. Right? I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Anthony Miller
0: just drops that fourth and goal, perfect pass, laser touchdown. I'm like,
1: oh, my Dude. God. And for them to – listen, and the crazy thing is this, and I know me and you and Kyle talked about it Sunday night. With four minutes in that game, I was like, damn, the Bears are about to win. Because it was clear Falcons was like, we the Falcons, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they weren't. It was like, you, they, they were for the whole game. Like, man, we out here doing our thing. It was like, man, we the Falcons, man. We're about to lose. Yeah. And it was like, you can see it in their face. And it was like, the Bears are about to be – they're self-imploding. And Nick Foles is out here doing his dizzle. I'm like, oh, my God, the Bears scored a touchdown. They gonna- and that defense was getting three and
0: out after three and out right. after three right. and out. Right. So, court. it
1: was – that was that, – like I said, early on, it was like, damn, they're about – and I, I'm like, they about to win this. Like, I was like, damn, this is crazy. Right? <laughs> like, this is crazy. So, thanks for that early Christmas present from Matt and Nagy. All right? And yes. We, we, we transition to a little bit of up for grabs. And then, then coast our asses up out of here. That David show.